Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our Valentine's Night uh, version of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan Zaretter. We always start off the show with a prayer. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, thanks for letting us have this show. Thanks for letting us be here at Southeastern to watch this beautiful soccer right now. I pray that we'll have a very, very um, good state championship run. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Okay, well, like I, like I said, we are over here. In um, in southeastern, um, we got here a little bit late today because the game was at three thirty. But anyway, we're going to tell you how everybody got here and go over really the, the games that we just we just witnessed tonight. Okay, I'm right now. If you can't hear the noise in the background, I have the um, the Pope John Paul and uh, and uh, Newman game going on right now. And it's a very intense game. Okay, it's really getting heated out there. Uh, and I can't really give you the play-by-play -play because of legal reasons. But anyway, let's let's talk about the girls. Let's go from there. Okay. When it came to Division One girls, Dominican has had no trouble whatsoever uh, advancing. Uh, they beat the five seed Dutchtown six to nothing. And so they'll be going to the finals in to finally play St. Joseph's Academy, who beat the three seed North Shore six to nothing. And, well, sorry, I just watched the shot on goal. Anyway, um, uh, this should be a doozy. St. Joseph's is due. Uh, this is one bracket where the number one and number two did play itself out. Okay, in Division Two, St. Thomas More has been on a rampage. St. Thomas More beat Neville uh, eight to nothing, and Neville's the four seed. And um, they're going to have to play upstart Lakeshore, and Lakeshore beat Cattle Magnet six to nothing. I'm sure Lakeshore is back to be in the mix uh, in the state finals. So we're going to have a six versus a one, okay, on the 16th. Now, in Division Three, okay, uh, the team, the team that's surprising, surprising everybody, I think, right now is Archbishop Hannon. But because um, uh, they beat the number one seed, University Lab, two to one. And on the bottom of the bracket, Loyola Prep beat the number two seed, beat the three seed, St. Michael the Archangel, three to nothing. So we're going to have a number five, Archbishop Hannon, playing Loyola Prep in the Division Three state championship. And of course, we saw the Division Four uh, state championship when I got here. Uh, it was a great, a greatly contested match. Uh, when I got here, it was three to one, but I didn't realize that it was three to one. But the way the girls were playing, they were playing with so much heart and intensity. <clears throat> the, game, the way the game went down, Academy has Sacred Heart had a one not to lead at halftime, and then after halftime, they popped three goals. And, uh, and Washington Christian was able to, to uh, score, but it was too much, too little, too late. And, uh, and so our new state champions for the, uh, for the girls, our Academy of Sacred Heart, 
All right. Now, when it comes to the boys, Division One. I mean, I got a, I got an interview, of course, uh, at the end of this episode with Marcus Tyre, who his team went down to Covington to play at Hunter Stadium and beat St. Paul's three to two in a game that was an incredible game, y'all. Uh, with hardly any time left, they scored the third goal, and I always believe that in my, in my experience anyway, the team that scores the third goal is usually the winner of the game. And everybody thought it was kind of crazy. There's two minutes left to go. And sure enough, guess what happens? They get enough, they get a free kick. They tie the game, going to overtime, hit a shot from 30 yards out, upper 90, and ball game. Okay, uh, history was made. So St. Paul's will not be playing Catholic in the state finals. Catholic on the other side had no trouble with Alexandria, Three to nothing. Okay, when it comes to Division Two, St. Thomas More has been on a tear, and their focus is the number one seed. They beat Neville five to one, and uh, and they're going to be playing the darling of of, of the uh, South Shore anyhow, East Jefferson, who beat uh, Ben Franklin four to one. Ben Franklin after their great great win against Holy Cross last week. So I guess it's kind of hard to keep that intensity up. So East Jefferson is going to be able to finally get to the state finals. And let's see what they do when they get there. Now, on the uh, Division Three side, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, man, they are focused, too. Uh, they beat Bozier 2 to nothing, a really good Bozier team as well. And University uh, beat defending state champs Lusher 4-1. to one. So it's going to be a number one versus a number two in D3. And finally, in D4, in about four minutes, I'm going to let you know uh, who won this game right now. It's still a, a massively hard-fought game between Pope John Paul II and Newman. And right now, uh, Newman is still uh, uh, sitting on that one-nothing lead, but not sitting on it by parking the bus. If anything, uh, we have we have uh, fighter jets flying all over the place and race cars. Uh, this game has been so fast and furious. Anyhow. Um, great job. Okay, I just saw a save by the uh, by the uh, Pope John Paul keeper. Anyway, uh, we're going to now let you listen to our interview with Marcus Tyre. Coach, you seem young. <laughs> Do you realize the significance of what you just did tonight? <laughs> um, yes and no. I mean. I'm more thinking about my players. I'm thinking. I mean, it's it's the nature of a coach. You you automatically start thinking about the next, right? Uh, it's gonna wait. It's gonna take until I get home. I sit down with my fiance. Just yeah, you need soaking in. I mean, I know I know state is on Thursday, but you got to take 24 hours to soak this in. This was not just a win. This was history. I, I told the boys. Um, I told the boys. This game is over. You have tonight to enjoy it, and you have tomorrow. Yeah. But once we get to practice on Monday, it's over. And we cannot rest because the journey is still going, and it's the first for them to be in this position to go to school this Monday and, not have, and still have practice. And so they're, 
I gave them the freedom to enjoy it for the weekend because that's what weekends are for. Good. But Monday, we're going to be focused. And unfortunately, I can't take the weekend because I'm already thinking about the next game. But I gave it, I gave it to them. <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, uh, when it was 2 nothing, uh, eight minutes left, and y'all were knocking on the door, I said, in my experience, 80% of the time, the team that scores a third goal wins. Did you feel that momentum shift when they scored? I like that statistic. So, I've seen over 15,000 games. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'm going to put that in my back pocket for later. Hey, this is 20% now, but uh, the guy thought I was crazy, and then sure enough, you score that goal and, and stop it. I'm going to believe what you say from now on. Um, yeah, so I told the boys, hey, the, a loss is a loss. 8 nothing to one nothing, you lose. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Um, and so last 10 minutes, we have had already discussed we were going for it. And so I changed up our tactics. I changed up the way we were set up on the field okay. to make it most advantageous for us to put pressure. Okay. And so we're not a technical team. We're not We're not St. Paul's technical. Right. We're not right. Jesuit technical. We're not Catholic technical. But um, we have the right pieces in certain positions that will get us into advantageous positions when we need it. And so switching it up like I did... I did it so that we could use those pieces more aggressively and to put it, give us more of an opportunity because um, I know anybody who's going to post on LA Prep or whatever, uh, St. Paul's outshot, St. Paul's possession, all that, and Jesuit the same. Jesuit was the same. And it's, it's my experience as a player that... Uh, the most important statistic is always the scoreboard. <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> yeah. Amen, brother. I agree with that so much. And uh, how long have you been at uh, Dutch Town? This is my fourth year. Okay, so. The freshmen I took over for are the seniors who won it tonight. So you got that monkey off your back now. Yeah. And now it's like going through a, uh, it's going through a um, what do they call a speed barrier. Yeah. And I uh, hope you enjoy the ride. Well, one more question before we go. I thought one of the biggest differences of the game was when you put Savoy back in. Was that part of your tactical change? Savoy. Number 11. Is that? Oh, it's Guzman. I thought it was Savoy. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's... He's a very good player. He's technically decent. He reads the game well. The problem that we that I had and why I took him out was composure in the moment, not allowing the emotion to take over and then give the other team the advantage. So that's why I took him out. And we were going to win. We were going to lose with him on the bench. And that was going to be a lesson for him. Or I was going to put him on and things were going to change. I told him before he went in, I said, if you cannot play this way, read the game and don't be emotional. Read the game. Do what you're good at. I told him if he couldn't do that, I was taking him right off and we were going to win without him. Great coaching. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have great coaching. You know, you can't have the tail wag the dog. No, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, credit to the seniors, credit to the players who came in as freshmen, wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, and are now battle-hardened. Yes, so indeed. we can... I think it's a lot harder to win here than it is to win on the road in the state championship at Hammond. I think he... he, he yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I guarantee I've been coaching since 86. I've had many losses on this field. Yeah, um, yeah. and I told... Um, I was talking after the game or to other, to other coaches previously, St. Paul is the program you, you want to be like mm -hmm. every year. 
you you schedule them and you try to play them so that later after you lose you can say to your team that's what we're trying to be like guys yeah. every year um, and Moser is Moser is just a, a legend he's a legend he's a legend and to uh, I, I, I did not out coach him I will say that I will say I utilize my players effectively to give us a chance but in terms of in terms of me somehow somehow having a, a, a better vision for the game is, is not true uh, the players going into the second last second 10 minutes I didn't say a word the players did the players came off and and took in the moment and and the seniors put the team on their back and they went out without me I'll take it and you took advantage of the wind too. The wind changed. It did? Yeah. I, I, yeah, it was wind. I was walking up in five. Yeah. I was up there. Believe me, the wind changed about 20 minutes into the second half. Okay. And, uh, Sweet. So, <laughs> so, anyhow. Yeah, hey, I'll take whatever it takes. Yeah. You know, anything. <laughs> well, God bless you and good luck in the playoffs. I mean, the finals. Uh, thank you so much. All right.